Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He used to wipe the bed, but now he doesn't. So let's have a slumber party. Oh. Hi. Hi. I'm Tim Murray. And I'm Peter Kim. And you're listening to Slumber Party. Wow, not as good as last week. That was a six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was definitely a little uh, dissonant there toward yeah. the end. You're but right. I don't have had It was your on. fault. It wasn't my fault. I was given those beans. <laughs> she persuaded me to trade away my Cal 4 beans. You don't yeah. know what I'm doing, do you? When no, I say that. <laughs> no. Cal 4 beans? Yeah, it's from Into the Woods, the I, musical. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Now you know I know. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie? Uh huh. I've seen the movie and the musical with uh, Bernard Peters. <gasps> so good. And they just did it at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was very I heard. I heard that. it was very good. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you hear about the... Uh, well, no, you sent me the um, clip of uh, Suddenly Seymour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's let's pause on that because we got to get our guests in the mix to talk about we that. We got to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So right. we'll, we'll come back to we'll that. We'll pause. It's absolutely amazing. But I saw Rod Stewart at the Hollywood... Did you go to the Hollywood Bowl a lot? I've only been to the Greek. I've never been to the bowl. The, you got to go to the bowl. Do I? I mean, just as <laughs> once. Okay. Like, it's... Have you been to the Greek? Never been to the Greek. You've, been, you've got to go to the Greek. Is that what that movie is about with Elizabeth Get Moss? Him to the, Get him to the Greek. <laughs> with Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss. I love how... <laughs> Get him to the Greek. <laughs> the Elizabeth Moss vehicle. Get him to the Greek. Who is that guy? He was married to Katy Perry. Russell Brand. Is he still a thing? He's definitely a thing. He's huge. I mean, maybe in Britain. Maybe just in Britain. Not around here. No. He was in uh, Saving Silver. Oh, yeah. You're big in Britain. I'm huge in Britain now. Wow. My two months stint, but weirdly, I walk down the street here and nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) Wow. So odd. You're famous. I was famous for a minute. Yeah. I guess you're competing with like the likes of Brad Pitt. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. We're the same. A list, yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm only a list in uh, small pockets of Islington, England. Islington, England. Wow, <laughs> look at you name dropping tiny towns. I, sometimes you got a name drop. Wow, you seem different. You, I feel different. Yeah. Did you think that we, Peter and I, went to an open mic together this week? Did you think that I was different? What do you mean at the mic? Yeah, when I was performing. Or were you like, same old shit? Uh, <laughs> same old shit, bitch. No, Get you were doing some new stuff. You mean like your material or your energy? My vibe, my energy. Um, you seem more like relaxed. Okay, good. Yeah. And you like, don't have to just say that if you don't if you don't think that. I'm just curious. Okay, never mind. You seem the same. <laughs> Did I seem the same? No, I'm just totally kidding. I totally. felt more You f- you seem more confident. Yeah. And more like Whatever, I'm just up yeah, here yeah. fooling around. Yeah. As opposed to like before you went to UK, um, I would describe you as desperate. <laughs> so, <laughs> toisty. <laughs> toisty. Every time you perform, it feels no. But I'm, I've always been a fan of yours. I've I always think you're fun on stage, and I think this 
this time around, well, you weren't really doing material, so I can't really judge. But yeah, the, and you went last in a twenty-one person lineup. Oh my god, we were there for so long. It was so long, but it was so cute <laughs> and fun. Our guests just had a heart attack, panic attack. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> having to sit through twenty-one comedians at a at an open mic night. Honestly, not one of them were like eye roll. They, some of them were no, like, "No, it was a good night. It was fun." Yeah, some of them were like better than the others, but yeah. there was not one, and that's rare for an open mic, especially in LA, where it wasn't like aggro, rapey jokes or abortion jokes. And oh like, my god! I on the walk over here, I was listening to old um, rape jokes, rape jokes, the yep. old rape jokes I got in my pod. <laughs> I was listening to old uh, stand up open mics that I've gone to of, of myself. Oh, to, smart! Yeah, I always record myself and try to see what's working. And yeah. I know you're not supposed to do this, but I simply had to record this man at. Like just like a you recorded full, someone else, yeah, on my <gasps> on my thing because I was like, I cannot believe he's saying the things that he's saying. Oh, really? It was one of those things. Where what was, was the like, most shocking thing he you said, had recorded? Uh, he said to us, this room full of people. <laughs> um, I was watching The Handmaid's Tale, mm. and you know, if you really, really try, you really concentrate, you can masturbate to it. <laughs> and the entire room gave him full cold shoulder like even the other like gross straight guys in the room we all just were like looking at him like no we're not gonna entertain this in any way shape or form and then he started screaming at us i have it all on my phone which i know is not cool but it was so it was one of these things where like this isn't even a comedian this is just someone fully like saying hateful gross things yeah i'm gonna record this to think of now how much of that do you think and feel free to like disagree with me but that sounds like someone was trying to go for, like, the joke, right? It's she like, was trying. You, you yeah. obviously are not mas- masturbating to. Right, 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 right. You obviously, know what I mean? yeah. He was like, the, the, yeah, he was a person like, which is always the thing with comedy, right? Is like, you're trying to go right onto the line. Right. And sometimes you miss and you go past the line. Yeah. 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 Like, of course, that I'm sure, I'm sure but he wasn't. I, I really could doing see that. a world where that joke is funny. If you like deliver it well, but again, like, like we're what we were talking about, like these taboo things yeah. that you broach. Yeah, you better be like the. It's the degree of difficulty of that dive. Like, remember, you know, like yeah, Olympic diving. Yeah, yeah. Like the degree of difficulty is high, so you got to get it right, or it's gonna be a fucking mess. Right. But if you do jokes about like, oh, Waffle House, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah. Then go on. Then go 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 right on. Keep common joke. But you're you're right. You're always gonna be an opener. You're never gonna right. be. I just watched Nikki Glazer like um do the roast of Alec Baldwin. It was so good. It was really fire. So funny. It was really good. She crosses the line pretty much every single joke. I she love just it. Goes just. But it's her delivery. Her delivery yeah. makes it okay. Yeah. She has this new bit. It's on Instagram. I'm not spoiling anything, but it's on her new thing. Yeah. Her new tour. Yeah. And she does a joke about how she likes to get tied up. Mm-hmm. And it's at first you're like, oh, bondage. Oh, like, are we talking yeah. you know, about bondage? And then she, her her angle into it is so funny, which is, um, let me, uh, girls, you should try it. It's like the best way to be lazy in bed because you, you don't have to do anything. That's great. That's great. Isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I think it's I really her. fun to watch a comic get better in real time over time. Yeah. Kind of do that with everybody. Like... It's kind of not like anything else. Like you don't like we're not going to watch Saoirse Ronan turn into the most incredible actress of all time. She's mm-hmm. a really good actress and we're seeing it in real time. Yeah. Right? Like same with Meryl. You don't go back and watch like early Meryl Streep movies and be like, wow, she really figured it out eventually. Like that River movie. 
She's good in that you get That was bitch. so bad. I am. That was so, you forced me to fucking watch that. I it was so ben fucking bad. And Peter and his boyfriend. It Eric. was so slow and boring. <laughs> I hated movie, it. The River Wild. And I fucking Let's love get that our guest in because we keep referencing we to keep her. Just and looking at her, being like, don't speak, but we're going <laughs> to lob up questions yeah. at you. Please welcome to the mix. This is your first time meeting, my friend. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Amber, we hosted a podcast together called The Masked Podcast, where we broke down The Masked Singer. Also, we did Fifty Shades the Musical together off Broadway for a year and a half. And she's a member of Baby Wants Candy. Ooh. And you can listen to her new podcast that she hosts with former guest of the pod, Ashley Ward. It's okay. called Aiming for Average. Please welcome to the stage, my friend, Amber, Amber Petty. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for bringing sweet treats. I did. I brought cupcakes. You're the uh, only person that's ever brought treats for us. Oh, well, that's And if you're listening. Let it be known. And you yeah, were on this th- podcast before? Oh, fuck. You. Fuck yeah. you. You should have brought treats. You should have brought treats. Uh, uh, something like a drink. Uh, something. Something. Just a glass money. of water. Just yeah. A glass of water. Uh, money. Some coins. Some. Something. Something. Loose coins. The absolute disrespect all our previous guests have shown us. <laughs> it's been completely awful, and yeah. none of them have had the level of drag race knowledge Hello. or musical theater knowledge that Amber is bringing to the table today. Oh. So yeah, I've got a real unique skill set that for most of the world <laughs> is worthless, but for here it happens to be it's very, celebrated. very good. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like sometimes when you're like applying for a job or something you're looking at your resume mm-hmm. and you're like, if only <laughs> if only the requirements were the uh, insanely large Well, of especially like I taught voice at an acting school so um, I know about like transcription and phonetics and uh, what, what things like that like yeah. that are that can you explain transcription and phonetics um so transcription is only really used by opera singers but for some reason we learned it in school as well and then i ended up teaching it so it's basically you're transcribing in the international phonetic alphabet which is uh, breaks oh. things down by sound rather than letter so oh. i'm very good at doing that and it is unapplicable to anything else in the world <laughs> so yeah if you want to learn you know sound changes or like Getting rid of nasality in your voice or whatever. Oh, I need that. I'm uh, sort of good. I mean, I can tell you I can't necessarily help you do it because that it takes a lot Long of time. practice yeah, that I can't yeah. make anyone do. Is there um, one like trick about nasality that you can teach me just right now? Like just a brief like thing, like breathing or... I guess a simple... I mean, some of it is just honestly like opening your mouth more because what happens oh. a lot of times with nasality is people think they're nasal all the time when really it's your nasal on vowel sounds that are next to nasal sounds, like an N or an M. Oh. So if you say like amber and you don't open your mouth, it's kind of nasal. But if you say amber, where you open your mouth a little more, amber. it's a little less nasal. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you do that for a while, you'll feel stupid yeah. and it'll feel very foreign and strange stupid. to you. Uh, <laughs> so that's why voice and speech is everyone's least favorite class. How's, how's changing this? your speech is hard. Amber. Perfect. Amber. That was very Amber. Amber. <laughs> 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 Amber flips the table. <laughs> yeah, voice and speech was a tough one. It's a tough one. It's very fun to me. I think it's super interesting for most people who are like, this is the opposite of what I came here to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do any um, voice work? I actually still, I was doing more voiceover. I've quit acting mostly because I 
hated life um, for the most part. Yeah. Um, oh. So, no, I mean, that's... So all that I, time, like, ba- ba- what's Baby Wants Candy and That the stuff musicals? was all great. Like, oh. the thing on doing Fifty Shades is wonderful. Mm-hmm. The things I actually did were very wonderful. What is not wonderful for me is waiting around all the time for nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, just begging for jobs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just eventually, I don't know, I just couldn't handle having like no control and then you'd schedule like a single thing and they're like never mind yeah go to yeah. santa monica right to uh be a mom for best buy which <laughs> you won't get so, right right yeah. um, but driving traffic <laughs> but we'd love to hours. see you yeah we'd love to see you in person and isn't that yeah. isn't that don't you feel so grateful that we and love the to thing see is you? you do feel grateful because you're like yeah. at least somebody's talking to me right so, terrible because you do hear about a lot of actors in la there i just read um a um, just like a sag one sheet of how many union actors there are. Not, this is not saying how many people are working, yeah. But how many actual paying oh union God. actors in LA alone? I don't want to know. Is uh, take a guess, uh, a wild guess. How many union actors in paid, Los Angeles paid up to date union SAG. dues? Sag. Um. Oh God, I think I'm gonna throw up. T- uh, Three thousand. What do you think, Amber? My guess, first guess was twenty thousand. Fuck. Uh, your first guess, twenty thousand. You said three. Currently paying dues, like every year they pay their dues. They are part of the union. Okay, I guess I'll yeah. say ten thousand. And I, I'll still say twenty. Twenty thousand. Why not? Over one hundred thousand. <laughs> oh Whoa. my! Union God. actors, and these are not including SAG eligible. <laughs> these aren't people who are getting tap half lead in. You know what I mean? No. And how many of those people are being seen? In Santa Monica, Ooh, a ten zero. A day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? I mean, over one hundred thousand union card holding actors. If you're listening to this and you're not in the business of like you're not an actor, to put it into perspective, I don't pay my dues. <laughs> like, so I'm <laughs> yeah. not even factored into that. So then multiply that by how many of us? Wait, you are SAG, but you don't pay your dues. I'm SAG eligible, and I just haven't bought in yet. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Mine's the same. Yeah. That's fine. You I don't think a lot to. of people are in that boat. Stay or a lot that of off are, as are much non-union. You're not counted in that hundred thousand. Yeah, no, exactly. Multiply. <laughs> so multiply it's a hundred thousand and two. <laughs> <laughs> More than you thought. Yeah, that physically Isn't that made me ill. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that, that sickening? Is a- Rough. And here's another stat that I heard that might make you more ill or make you happy. <laughs> it depends on uh-huh. your outlook. Um, I just read a stat that the of the people that move from their cities to either New York or LA to quote make it, the guess the percentage of people within five years that quit that oh. move back or quit. Oh, they quit within Ooh. five years. Uh, ninety. What do you think? Oh, uh, thirty-five. Statistically speaking, if you moved from your city to New York or L.A. to, quote, make it within five years, the percentage of people that quit or move back is statistically 100 percent. So so it means it's the statistics are insignificant for the amount of people that simply just stay here. Yes. So it's such a, it's like 0.001 or yes. whatever. Yes. Oh, it's that small. Of the people, Ooh. it's point zero zero zero. like not statistically significant yeah. enough. Yeah, science is like, we can't even use the people that yes. Yes. It's so <laughs> worthless, guys. We can't even put this on the chart. Nice. Oh, my word. Yeah. Isn't that sickening? Wow. That, that is, is uh, I am quite shocked. Yeah. I did dark. not think, wow, that is nutty. 
But yeah, the one acting thing I still do, I bring it up only because I think it's funny, um, is that I'm still do voiceover for um, the Sirius XM channel, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Yes. So I have yes. done that for about six years. Yeah, you've doing, been doing that a while. Um, what? Wait, so what is yeah. that? Is it, so, a pod? is it a pod? No, it's a, so Sirius XM has, it's just a, Paid radio, oh, the satellite uh, programming, radio. satellite radio, yeah. yeah. And so Margaritaville is one of the channels, and they play a lot of Jimmy Buffett and Jimmy Buffett adjacent songs. Uh-huh. So I just do the voiceover to like announce concerts and things oh, like that. really? Or say like Radio Margaritaville, like the uh, oh yeah, one of them was the weather report is partly salty with a chance of limes. Wow! Oh, I love that. Way that's too fun. Much. So that's the only, yeah. So all my voice training, yeah, is now in <laughs> in honor it. of Jimmy Buffett. Yes, yeah. you're giving celebration to dads across yeah. Long Island, forever across island in boys. The south, yeah, in the yeah. south, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's so pretty fun. fancy. Hey, it's still cool. I mean, you you get paid, right? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I think fierce. it's cool. That's yeah. the thing. Like, if you're listening to this and you're now suddenly wildly depressed by those statistics, <laughs> I feel like that is a, a big thing that we. The three of us at this table have all learned is like you figure out a way to follow the fun, like the thing yeah. that makes yeah. you happy. And and I think for all three of us, it's the waiting around and probably for a lot of people listening, but especially you two. I know you both very well. Like you're creative, smart people. Mm. So that whole thing, like I even get to a point where like I would get sides if in an email being like, yeah. do this audition. I'd be like, oh, this is kind of just memorization. There's nothing creative about this. This isn't uh, exciting to me anymore. No. So that's why it's fun to like start your own podcast or start doing stand up or write your own thing or like right. create little videos online or whatever. That's that like maybe I not think you should be doing that it. anyway, right? Yeah. Like I we talked about how like actors, just straight actors, not comedians, not creators, writers, just people who are auditioning uh-huh. have no power whatsoever. Yeah. No. And all you do is wait for jobs and you can never practice your job. Like comics, yeah. you can like singers, you can go to cabarets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Comics, you can go to stand up so- shows or whatever, but actors can't just act. Yeah, you have to go to acting classes. Right. I get I mean, or scene that, study which class. You, do, like, so you have which to people pay so do. much money for those. Right. And they're only, mm-hmm. say you're taking a scene study class or an acting class, that's once a week. Yeah. But why would anyone be an months? actor these days? Just just an actor. Now, I'm not saying like, why would you act? That's yeah. not what I'm saying. But like, I can't imagine. Ta- I get why there's like 30 year olds that are in this. Because in the 90s, we grew up being like, we can do it. Especially like 30 year old white people being yeah. like, yeah, this is what we'll do. Big dreams. I cannot imagine telling a 17-year-old to go to theater school right. today. Yeah, you totally. Know, I cannot. I could, could not. Or maybe buttress the theater education with like creative writing or... You sure, know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because I feel like nobody was like really... You know, you wouldn't get a lot of high career recommendations to go to theater school at probably any point in history. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but at the it's same usually time... usually like begrudging. So but kids that were really into it, you know, like we... I, you know, was totally supported by my family and other people to do that. And mm. you know, like kids that were like super dedicated to that. It was, it wasn't as insane an I- idea. And I think also because that's crazy to me, it's acting's always been horrible, but there was just more of a like potential system to make enough money. And yeah. now it's just very fractured. So it's not to say that you can't, it's just that it's coming from different avenues and having to make it yourself as a right. much larger piece of the puzzle than yeah. it obviously ever was 
before because yeah, it would right. just be like Lucille Ball making I Love Lucy, you know, level right, person right, right, right. doing then that. We hit this, but then we hit this like long stride of, again, especially for white people and especially for white wealthy people, mm-hmm. like going to Broadway shows or whatever, or seeing tours in their hometown and being like, oh, there's 40 people on that stage in 42nd Street. Right. That's 40 potential jobs I'm looking at that I could get. That doesn't exist anymore, yeah. really. Like, they, they uh, there's... I think the statistic that I heard was that there are uh, 100 less ensemble jobs for Broadway this coming season. 100 less I'm out of there's sure. only 12. Well, why are they just not enough shows? The shows are doing small Smaller shows, cast. like six yeah. person cast. They get smaller and smaller and smaller. Because I mean, wow. in the 40s and 50s, there would be like a singing ensemble and a dancing ensemble. Right. You know, so you didn't even have to be a singer and a dancer. And then slowly over time, and also because shows changed and with like more modern shows like Company and stuff like that, that wasn't necessary anyway. So then dancers did have to become singers too. And that's even part of why you get that in chorus line where you see talk some of the dancers talk about how they're not really singers or whatever. And that was like the high time of like, you don't yeah. have a choice anymore. You've yeah. got to be a good you singer be if you want to be it. just the good dancer in the show. So right. yeah. it's, yeah, it's all just changing. Things are just smaller and orchestras are smaller and, and things are the equity union is Oof, one of the worst. Disgusting. <laughs> Unions AEA? of all time. Should be ashamed. The worst. Yeah. Should be yeah. ashamed. There's I, oh my 100,000 people paying into SAG. There's probably, I, I don't 10 know. 10 to 20 people paying into 10 equity. 10 to 20 no. people paying into <laughs> equity for the one equity show left in New York. Like it's. Oh, are they all non-union shows now? Everything well, goes out non-union now. Broadway, wow. Broadway is still union, but they've even made it so certain Broadway shows will pay um, essentially off-Broadway contracts. Whoa, so like wow. roundabout. So if they're um, if they're a not-for-profit theater, then they don't have to pay broad. They don't have to pay the Broadway minimums. And now really? that sounds like, oh, that's fine. They're not for profit. But like roundabout, that's they do it at Studio 54. It's yeah. not like some mom and pop right, theater company. Right. Black box. And yeah. then so because uh, Chris Grace, who's a friend of all of ours, I believe. Mm. Um, well, I don't know if I should. Anyway, he was um, auditioning for a show and it would have been $900 a week. For like being on Broadway, I'm pretty sure. There was a big musical. That wasn't Chris Grace's <laughs> information. Uh, I apologize to us all. You didn't say the uh, name. That's just the role. No, I didn't yeah. say yeah. it. Just part. Wait, um, are you saying? Wait, let me get I'm this just straight. Saying, like, it's Broadway a week. for $900 a week. It, that's low, right? That's insanely yeah. low. What is it supposed to be? $1,800? Uh, yeah, 1800 a week for minimum, eight shows? Yes, eight shows. Okay. So the minimum to be a chorus member in a Broadway show is $1,800 a week. Gotcha. And then, and this was the minimum, I think, $900. But it's $900 minus taxes, minus agent, agent fees, fees, and then Jesus living in New York. Christ. So it really comes out to more like $500 a week. Yeah, like That's doing, fucking sick. It's yeah. not right. There was a big musical on Broadway a couple of years ago that I won't say the name of did that exact thing. Mm-hmm. With like a cast of like, probably like, 12 or 13 people and that show only lasted a couple months and still didn't recoup its investment. Now, do you think that's a response to the marketplace or is it there's investors that they need to get paid off? That, I mean, to be an investor in a Broadway show, the minimum I think to buy in is Uh $25,000. It might have even gone up to 50 recently, but it depends depends on the show, I think, right? Like if you're going to, if you know Hamilton's going to be a hit, you're bringing it to Broadway, I think probably the minimum was like $100,000. Right. I would assume. Sure. 
Like if you're like, this is gonna be a hit. If you want in, you gotta pay this much. Right. But like for the smaller shows, it's twenty five thousand dollars. And I mean, imagine that you're gonna put twenty five thousand dollars into a show mm-hmm. that the. Do you know how much? Uh, how many Broadway shows recoup their investment? The no. percentage of that five percent. It's twenty oh. percent. <laughs> okay, good. That seems that seems higher than of I thought. New shows of but, new shows. No, it's still oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, terrible. ten new shows come to Broadway. Yeah. Only well, two, two of them make yeah. their right. money back. That's a and millions that's just of making dollars just their going money back. plummeting yeah. down. Yeah, that's just making the money back. Yeah. Not even like making a profit. That's just making the money that you spent. Back. Right. And that only, usually doesn't happen for like a full year after the show is yeah. running. And do you think the marketplace has changed f- the demand for live musicals? <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely gone down. I mean, kind of with, I feel like everything in life is it rents of every. Thing on earth uh, or in yeah. America just keep like skyrocketing right and yet the people who need to live mm-hmm. uh, or do anything they're making less money and so I don't know when this magic like equation will not work out anymore but it's kind of the same thing it's so expensive to put on a show and right. there's only so much money you can make right with a show that requires only you know a thousand people to see it every night or whatever up to two thousand um so it's just a difficult it's just a difficult thing i mean i think like if something were really changed i think government would have to subsidize theaters similar to they do with the film industry or just something like that because part of it isn't just people being complete jerks it is partially it's very expensive it's i've produced two of my own plays like with kickstarter money yeah and it is You've done Kickstarter twice? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a testament to how many friends you have. That's true. I don't think I could yeah. do one Kickstarter. I know. I'm so For real. embarrassed. Me too. Because no, there would I be like have... my dad. Yeah. And <laughs> a couple of friends. I mean, My God. mom would just comment, you still owe me $3,000. <laughs> you, the beautiful thing about doing it, I only did it twice and I did it when I was like in my early 20s when I was more shameless, you know, mm. where I was just like, I just moved to New York and I want to put out my show. Yeah. Um, now it would be definitely harder for me. But the the really cool thing about it is like people come out of the woodwork that you like would never. Oh, my nice. college voice teacher who already, I think I've told, told this story on the pod before, but already was giving me voice lessons for free yeah. when I was supposed to be paying because I was not in the musical theater program. I was acting. She gave me lessons for free because she was like, I was like, why would you do this? And she was like, because I'm a teacher and you're a person who wants to learn. She's like, I teach people all day who don't want to listen to me, who tell me about their voice teachers from home telling them this. (laughs) And she was like, you (laughs) seem like you want to start from the ground up and that you'll really respect what I have to say. And she's like, that is why I do it. Oh, that's It was so beautiful. She gave me $250 out of, like, hadn't spoken to her in years and, like, just popped up on my Kickstarter one day. She's just like, people come out of the woodwork that you, like, that believe in you that you wouldn't yeah even even realize it's it's a very cool thing that we're able to crowdsource and crowdfund yeah. in that way and if you want to donate to the patreon of slumber party <laughs> do we it have doesn't one exist yet oh. but uh, <laughs> right in say. if you would yeah <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of musical theater Ooh, let's yeah. circle back to that <gasps> little oh, yes. of Horrors video <laughs> yes yes did you watch it amber yes i did i was so blown away what I think is funny about it is I think it's, I mean, like, I'm really excited, but it's playing now here. Or yeah, in Pasadena, Pasadena, right? Um, and I need to go. And it's just like, I don't know. It just looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and together. that video was really great. 
Absolutely. And then they're doing it on Broadway as well. Off Broadway. Or off okay, yeah. off Broadway. And I sadly I don't remember any of the people, but it's like the most milk toast yeah. <laughs> cast for the off Broadway version. And then out in Pasadena, it's like all these interesting casts yeah. and yeah. different like diversity. So, so are the people we saw in that video clip that you sent? Uh, that's the Pasadena cast. Yes. That's Pasadena. Oh, oh my yeah. god, amazing. Yeah. But it's crazy because the big New York production right now is literally just the cast of looking. Uh, it's just yeah. like it's Jonathan Groff. J- right, what? right, right. It's, uh, who's the girl who's just like a bunch of white pretties. Audrey, is it Carrie Butler? Is. No. Or am I hallucinating? <laughs> All right. Carrie never Butler mind. did it on Broadway like ten oh, years right. ago. Right, yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, it anyway. Could be. I don't I did don't, I, hear I don't that? think I'm right. I'm wrong. Wait, so the person that I saw in the video, yeah, the, yes. the lead, is she trans? Yes. yes. She is. MJ. She's on Pose. She's That's right. Pose. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, I know Which this person. I think, I don't know, do you know Little Shop of Horrors very well? I've seen the, the movie. movie. Yeah. So you so you know it. I mean, that's... It's, it's pretty close, close except the, the ending, yeah. Yeah, the ending, which is actually so cool that the... I love the Broadway ending. I think it's so dark and, I like and cool. I like them both. Like, I think I like the movie one works for the movie and then on stage, because... You just like become closer to the characters in a way in the movie, and they're so sweet, both of them, that mm-hmm. watching them just yeah. be murdered would be hard for me. But then yeah. on stage, I love any ending that's that's not only like bad, but also like, and your next audience. Like yeah. Sweeney Todd kind of has so that campy. ending of like, maybe yeah. I'll Camp. kill you too. And you're yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> the, <laughs> ending of the, the ending of Little Shop, the movie is happy, but the end on Broadway is literally the plant eats yeah, everyone. He, yeah, takes over her. he feeds her dead body to the plant. Yeah, and it's so fierce. Right. There was somebody put the meme of, did you guys see Jennifer Lopez doing the walk in her new dress? Or her old dress from twenty years ago. Oh yeah. On Twitter, she she wore the the very famous oh, yeah, yeah, dress yeah. like the Versace. Yeah, yeah, she wore it again, and yeah, she's I just like that. strutting. And somebody posted, uh, uh, "Audrey two coming to uh, eat up Peoria and <laughs> Syracuse and this theater." That's so funny. Did but, you guys watch Hustlers? Not yet. I haven't seen it you yet. You know I, I have must. To go. It's not I a perfect know. movie, but sure. it is a perfect experience. I cannot yeah. wait to see it. Do you mean do, do you mean the movie Julia Styles in Hustlers? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the comeback uh-huh. of yes, the century. She does make a great cameo. Um, uh-huh. She's yeah. It's it's just it's so good. It's I can't like, wait to watch it's, it. It's like a, everyone it's a rock. in that cast is a gag. Lizzo, Cardi B. Oh, oh my sure. god, Cardi B is so fucking funny in it. Is she? I yeah. can't wait to see She's it. She's so Cardi B in it, and yeah. it's perfect. It's so. It's based good. on a true story, right? Yeah, based These on a true story. Stole there, all this. Yeah, and there are no male characters. There are male yeah. like, hey, he's here. Here's your check. Yeah. You know, like one liners, but there's no developed arcs for any men. And it was so fucking good. I love it. It was so nice to not hear a male speak. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. It was really nice. (laughs) I love that. I'm very here for that. Yeah. Um, But the little shop, yeah, we got to go. It it is uh, the whole thing with Audrey is that she's like really down in the dumps. Both of them like live in Skid Row. They they Mm -hmm. sing in the beginning and then she's getting like beaten and abused and she's just sort of like having to deal with this whole world that she lives in and feeling like she can't progress i think that's so cool to have to like showcase a trans woman of color yeah like the most marginalized group we have right now yeah. we're reading in the the news all the time or like constantly being abused and no one's doing anything about it so to have her in that role i think is so cool 
Yeah, I think so. And it, there's no reason not to. I mean, I'm such a, so I'm an exceptionally white person for all the <laughs> listeners. And I grew up in Washington State. It was a very white area. So I still have so many things where I, I sadly just don't notice when mm. things are super white because that is, and then I did musical That's theater. Right, you know, I'm like, right, and right. then improv. I oh mean, my God. I just have What's a whiter, musical theater or improv? I mean, what year are we talking? Yeah, <laughs> they're both. Let's pick a, a a median year of 2010. I would say musical. Th- I will give musical theater some credit in that I think it jumped uh, a little bit more toward progressive, a little quicker than. Yeah, I would say. I would okay. say. But still, musical, they're both bad. They're both major they're both offenders very, because there was a huge white. gay, uh, like LGBT presence in musical world from the get. Yes. But oh. improv, it was very straight cis. Very straight male. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I would give musical theater the okay. jump on that just mm. slightly. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, still, it's but like... But still yeah. Not, yeah. not good enough. And yeah. so it just like never occurred to me to have um, to have anybody of color play those parts. Like yeah. not, I mean, not purposely being racist. Sure. <laughs> no, I but, had the same You know what I mean? I was just too. like, oh yeah, there's no, re- there's no reason... There's no reason for anything really to be whites only unless it's certain Nazis? historical things yeah. or they're Nazis <laughs> or yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but that I was just like, yeah, of course, this should just open this up forever for so many forever, shows. Yeah. You know, there's right. just no reason. And being trans, I think it, yeah, it does uh, add a lot more to this role in particular. I think it'll vocally be very interesting because as a trans woman, you'd have a much different range yeah you know i was noticing um, that in their harmonies like she was going she she like would lay down this lower register mm-hmm. yeah and he they almost had like a, a similar voice and then he would like pick it up into the harmony i was like mm-hmm. oh this is interesting yeah. like yeah i didn't expect this but ooh, beautiful and that's yeah. exactly what i want when we are quote-unquote reinventing the wheel or doing a revival in any way i'm so tired of seeing shows on Broadway or just shows in general or like even reboots on TV where it's like a wink wink this is the new thing that we're doing with it but it's just kind of fucking up this thing that used to be perfect Mm. and I thought this was such a beautiful way to reinvent this story and make it and still have people that are then so good you know that you it there's nothing about it that feels like we're going to just do this to look progressive. It right. seems yeah, like exactly. this is actually an innate idea. And yes. uh, we have a reason behind it. And it's also just as good as the original, but it has some real new it's feelings. So, yeah. Just as progressive as it is artistic and yeah. artistically fulfilling. Like right. that is, I think that is where a lot of people miss the mark, like just trying to be super 2019. I just watched Mary Queen of Scots. You seen oh, that I movie? heard that no. was so bad. It was really it was bad. unwatchably bad. And a big part of it was like, Everyone is white, obviously, because it's and that's Scotland and if Britain. you're gonna be married Qu- and it's a very his- seemingly historically but accurate thing, I don't this. mind that as much. Sure. being white people, but then but get sure. this, yeah. then get this, then there's like a couple of cameos of like the really hot woman in Crazy Rich Asians who plays uh-huh. like oh Gemma. Yes, mm-hmm. she's the handmaid at one point, and then there is one black man who also has maybe seven lines, mm. and then one Latinx gay character yeah who yeah who it just it felt very much like okay we made this super white thing and then let's tack on like two percent of 2019 into this it's like no if we're gonna do this do it like make mary queen of scots black like sure if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna go into that yeah and like 
Otherwise, it just feels like you are patting yourself on the back in a way that's yeah. are. lame. For sure. And then are. you're also ignoring like the whole history that those people, if there really was a gay Latinx guy in the yeah. court, right. who he'd probably have a pretty poor experience, yes. I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, right. you know, that and just kind erasing of that experience over. totally. Yeah. Right. Erasing like, that trauma, erasing yeah. <laughs> the truth of what that is. But yeah, that's what I think is so cool. I saw Little Shop of Horrors is the best thing I've ever seen. When people are like, what's the greatest thing you've ever seen? I saw Jake Gyllenhaal and Ellen Green do it for one night only in New York City. And it was Ellen Green was the original original. It's like been her in the movie only yeah. thing. Like her her bio is like I was wondering. You ne- I was never see her in anything else. Pushing Daisies. Oh, oh I've never seen that. I don't really like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems like a show I would love, but right. it's it's one of those where like you. You are too theatery, even for me, pushing oh, daisies. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yipes. Okay. Um, but, but well, that's just me. But she, So she's done like a couple of things yeah, like that, but you read ton. her bio and it's literally like original off-Broadway cast, original Broadway cast, or no, I don't think it went to Broadway, but she yeah. did it in London. She's done it like regionally all over. She did the movie. She mm. did like, it's been her whole life basically. And she's in her 60s now, I think. Something like that. And so they brought her back to do it for two nights only in New York City. Wow. And Jake Hall was Seymour. And then they had also, the rest of the ensemble was like incredible. He got a nice voice? He's yes. so good. Really? It is actively, like you're watching it being like, okay, we're about to watch yeah. a movie star kind of sing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's like, He's the real fucking deal. Wow. I mean, he was singing. There's some bootleg clips of it online. Yeah, I've only seen bootleg video of it, and it's still really good. (laughs) It was one of those experiences where it was like, he was so good, and then she had lived in that role. So it was like literally watching a legend do a legend's thing that they're the best at. When she came out in her first entrance, we applauded for like two full minutes. Wow. (laughs) It was crazy. And then she sang Somewhere That's Green, which is like beautiful song. Yeah. And I was like sobbing. It was so good. So then to know what that show can be at its original perfection, hell yeah, reinvent it in a real unique way and do your own. Like even the way that they were approaching Suddenly Seymour was like, they weren't, she wasn't doing Ellen Green. No. Like MJ was doing her own. They're like putting, they're a real 2019. Right, right like point of view and like they're like grounding in a reality. I thought it was so fucking cool. I can't wait to see the whole show. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of seeing the shows, uh, we all watch UK Drag Race oh, UK. Yes, very That premiered exciting. last night. I okay, I we watched it at Fault Line the Bar and oh, okay. it was so fun to watch Drag Race at a bar again. Yeah. I haven't yeah. done that in so long. Me neither. I've never, yeah, I've never done that. It's I've never so watched it. It's so fun. And everyone's like whooping and like, and whenever someone's being fierce or sickening, everyone's uh-huh. like screaming. Scream it's just it. like, and we do that at home, but like when yeah, everybody else is around, it's just With so invigorating. Too, it's like, you're like, oh wow, we're all, it's like being in the theater. You're like jumping yeah, on yeah. this like thing together. It's a communal experience. It's the, it's the most exciting cast I've seen in a while. Agreed completely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. The one thing that took me a little while was, especially at the beginning and in the mini challenge, there all the talking heads seemed very scripted. Very. And yeah. I was like, why is this happening to me? Yes. I don't understand. I, Do I don't understand. Do you think they wrote them. that themselves? I don't know. I don't know. I like don't understand the reasoning of it. I don't understand the reasoning of it. If like... I can't imagine that those girls were so 
terrible at yeah. speaking that they had to like write out every line. No, it's yeah. bad um, producing. It's like it's really odd. To it was me. forced. It's yeah. It's just, as was I thought. Um, Scaredy Cats win. Oh, or, girl, was, I was like, so get come out on. of yeah. town. What is this? Yeah, thing? right. Now, granted, like most mini challenges, I yes. kind of glaze over a little bit watching sure, them. Sure. And what are we basing any of this on right. a mini challenge win? But I was like, what on earth? Like, I, I don't remember who was funny in that challenge, but a couple people kind of were. Yeah. Uh, she was not one of them. I was like, She's, it's going to be dramatic enough. You have a 19 yes. year old yeah. who's never seen a drag show before on your show. I, like, that's we're all pissed woman, off enough. Like it's dating all interesting. Like everything about that character is interesting. It's yeah, unique. we got it. Great to bring them on the show. You don't need to make the hand so heavy. No. Yeah, the drama will come, bitch. Like just let us watch drag queens and yeah. pick the winner who's supposed to win. That was what was annoying about Silky. That's yeah. what was annoying about season eleven, which like I really don't think season eleven is going to hold up as we watch back. Over the years. Like, I know. I feel bad in a way because it's not like anybody was that terrible. I do just feel like they, the producers just got freaked out that there yeah. wasn't enough going on. So yeah. then it became all of these just like BS moves. Right. Um, you know, instead There's of just like letting that anybody that be was interesting. Really, yeah, that was really like, you guys, you, this was a real miss. Like, yeah. I've been yeah. watching season five over again and I'm like, damn, so this good. is good. Season three, four, five. Oh yeah. my yep. God. Incredible Two, TV. two, three, four, five. Two, three, four, five. Oh my God. And like, it, I understand that now these queens are watching the show so they're like, you know, a lot of it, a lot of that in the UK might have been that that they're like. I think that's I need it. to say up a uh, catchphrase. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think that they're. I think that's definitely a piece of it. Um, it just seemed more because because season eleven was king of like I've brought my bag of catchphrases from yes. home. Yes. Um, but still, even those talking heads felt like here's my couple of phrases, but. I was also forced to then keep talking. Yeah. So we get a couple things that sound yes. like normal conversation. Whereas these almost seem directed more to be like, directed. we just yeah. need to make sure we have these bits. That's so right. like, bit, 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 it bit, felt bit. like someone was like, take it again. Yeah. Take it, take again, it again. And yeah. now do it with like a tongue pop. Yeah. yeah. It really felt directed in a very, I wonder if that's like, there's different UK producers who are like, this is the style that we want over here. Yeah, because I don't really watch a lot of... I don't watch a lot of British reality shows other than The Great British Bake Off. Um, so, <laughs> which is like so anti-reality. Which is totally... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, well, no, there's a whole Great British... I haven't watched them in a long time, but they also then had like The Great British uh, so Sewing Bee. Yeah, it was The Great British Sewing, sewing Bee. Bee. Oh. I only watched the first season, I think, and it had four episodes. And they're <laughs> they're not designers. They're just sewers and amateur sewers. And, oh, it was the sweetest thing because everything was, like, just fashionably a little bit wrong <laughs> and old, but very sweet. And, again, they're, like, just following patterns, adding their own little things. And then one time... This this super nice, like the most flamboyant guy in the show gets on their semifinal and then he ends up getting kicked off. And the other woman who made it through just barely was in tears. She's like, I'm going to be here for him and I'm going to make it worth it because he should have been here. And like she's oh just so upset that he didn't make it through and didn't deserve it. So anyway, Jeez. those are very real because it's just like. People being very attached yeah. to each other quickly yeah. and sweet. So these more like purposely produced, yeah. not in a bad way, uh, yeah. reality shows I'm not really as familiar with. So maybe it's a UK thing. Maybe everybody was just nervous on the first day they were doing 
talking heads and they made them all weird. But that was yeah. at first making me really freaked out about the show. But then by the runway, I, I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. The I runway was it. sickening. It was so fun and the, campy and so yeah. campy. Those people with, honestly, the, my biggest thing with the show lately in the States has just been like, we've seen this. Like, the looks? All of season, yeah, all of season yeah. 11. I was like, these are just watered down versions of like things we've, other than like Brooklyn and Evie who were bringing it, I thought a but lot. But like yeah. how much could you really reinvent drag but in that short amount of like. time that's what uk felt like it felt like they were doing but the thing is uk style. has their own thing yeah. and we've never seen it that's so that's fun. why yeah. it's that's fun tr- but then also they did give them the challenge of like dress up like the queen which at first yeah. i was like what are yeah. we gonna get out of this uh-huh. just yeah, some yeah. boxy suits a and lot a of hat. chanel suits a lot of <laughs> a lot of suits a lot of hats um and then that was so cool yeah and so i think so cool yeah something wong and her yeah. first of all i okay. i did not give her the benefit of doubt because when i saw her meet the queens yeah. i was like the makeup is crusty Ooh, and you and could the, see her like boob her thing. breastplate mm-hmm. and i was like this is so not polished yeah. and the name i was like girl come on and then she explained it she was like i'm reclaiming this and you know like if you think this is racist me so sorry and i was like yes i'm fucking in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she's got a point of view and <laughs> i love her yeah. Yeah. and then she came out with the <gasps> the bull first oh yes the, with the nose her. ring mm-hmm. <gasps> that was so fierce which and, that's how you reinvent it how many horns did we see on season 11 right so many were and like, they're all like costume. maleficent horns yeah oh so big that so it was over silly. the top yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly and yeah. then she came out with the post-it the yeah, the first class stamp, stamp. <gasps> i oh, loved it i loved it she's a three-dimensional great. thing just for and then like how she walked over yeah she's she has so much personality yeah, I, I really liked it, and I loved the one who had like the pound coin oh yes. by sexing her face. So like, and then I was thinking, like, God, that's got to be so hard to walk. Right, like, your eyes. I mean, she probably had such a headache because right. like yeah. her eyes can't uh, process the information together. But anyway, it was great, worth the headache. Yes, worth the headache. absolutely. That was such a gag. I think that was Blue Hydrangea. Was that Blue Hydrangea who did that? I don't I'm know. I'm not sure anyway. who that was, but it was. It was, so it was great. It was a gag. Good job, you. Um, what who? What did you think about the winner, uh, the Vivian? I loved that. I, I I did like that a lot. So I. At first, well, I was like, I want that plaid jumpsuit for myself in her first one. I loved that jumpsuit look. And then I thought it was a super cool, weird old queen version of the queen, which (laughs) I loved. And like, she did totally do her makeup so her face looked absolutely different. So I liked it. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with her not wearing heels unless she never wears heels. Because like... I didn't have a problem with Also, sometimes you don't need... Heels are painful. Yeah. So if you're, you're making everything draggy like in every yeah. way. She's not in stilettos. She's not in stilettos. So well, she's not and in she did Louboutins. an interesting thing. She was like, yeah. she has her wellies on because she's literally out duck hunting. I have right. ducks on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've made this a fantasy in yeah. my yeah. own way. High heeled like rain boots I don't think would have helped. Yeah. She's uh yeah, absolutely. And I think she served the challenge and I she showed a lot of skill. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah, what did I'm you? Impressed. What did you? What did you think of the win? Both of you guys, or I mean, you liked it, Tim. I just felt a yeah. bit of reservation for yeah. Tim. Yeah, what are you holding back? I liked the win. I kind of wanted some Tim to win. Me sure. too. I thought sure. hers was like a little. I th- I thought it was just elevated in a way that was like. I, I think the Vivian is yeah. great. Um, what is, is that her name? The yeah. Vivian. The Vivian. I'm excited to see what she does. Mm-hmm. The 
again going back to just like oh we've kind of seen that before i thought i thought it was a brilliant thing i thought it was a little similar to cameron michael's like old lady look and so okay i just a thought some cameron michael's was I've more like on the show. cartoony sure. old lady this yeah. was like realness old this lady was realness, realness. yeah i yeah. like that i wasn't i no, i, 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 I totally agree with it i just um I mean, just I think I. Think, you think it's odd that she won on a non-glam look or like a non- no? I just I was not expecting it. I thought yeah. I thought I knew she was gonna be in the top. I thought yeah. that it was gonna go toward some something. And I thought that um, the coin person would mm-hmm. be in the top as well because the, the bar gagged when she came out. I mean, I mean well, I don't remember insane. her first look, so I don't maybe either, it I was. Guess. But I don't yeah. really remember any of the first looks except for something wrongs with the horns. Yeah. So maybe it was that, but yeah, I don't there know. There was that, that really that cute coin look um, was... Essex girl. Yeah, she was I in the bottom. I liked that. That was like specific. Well, she, she was, she was the in the bottom was because a, she did that of, pink look. Yeah. I felt yeah. so bad for her because Me I was too. like, I was like, that is the kind of queen look I would have done because I would have had no imagination and thought, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, I gotta just wear, you know, where's my pencil skirt yeah. and unflattering uh, shape. Um, so I felt bad. I feel like once she saw real, she's like, oh god, that's right. Yeah. You can use your brain and imagination. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going like for literally what she bought at the store. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have done exactly the same, like the pearls down the yes, front. Yes, exactly. Yeah, just just yeah. shoot it up. She's fun though. She's uh, fun. She, I'm, I'm going to like her bag yeah, of chips. Yeah. Is oh, that no, her? That's no. not bag of chips. That was, oh, uh, oh gosh. I'll remember. Bag of chips was the one where Michelle Visage kept saying she looked like she was 70, doing the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yes. got a fun She did the Amy Winehouse. Yes, that was really look. fun. I love that. So, yeah. so, again, so specific. So. The Camden Town. Yeah. Baga, I'm not sure. She was, runs the line with me of, I think she's got a lot of personality, but it, I feel like I'd hate her in person because it's yeah. so much personality. Yes. You're screaming at me with your personality. Yeah. I can tell you have it. Um, but I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she's quite at like silky ganache levels of forcing I, it. No. no I think is. probably even in the second. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but even I could see her in like this. Or, I don't know. When she was talking to people more casually, yeah. she was a lot more fun to me. I also think the... Uh, resurgence of Rue and Michelle helped this show so much. It almost feels like they're doing something new in a new country, so they were excited to be there. Yeah. Whereas, like, the last couple seasons, it's been a little bit like... They're tired. All right, we're kind of over this. We show up to the same studio for 11 years, of, which, of course, I'm not knocking them in any yeah. way, but they were on uh-huh. on UK Drag Race. The, the, the Rue jokes were not... were coming left and right and, like, the wittiest... Yeah. Like if he, when he the just sets being, were like, beautiful. The sets they were beautiful. Were beautiful. Holy beautiful. shit! It was so nice to see like a new set. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we always see that damn yeah. set, the yeah. same yeah. damn set. When yeah. he kept being like, "That's her nose, Michelle." Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Oh, and how cute was Andrew Garfield? So he's very cute. cute. Yeah. If you're gonna be like a straight male on the show, that's how you do it. Just yeah. like paying respect. No, I prefer Joel McHale. (laughs) Joel McHale made me so sad because I like Joel McHale as a comedian and stuff, but I was like, God, you've read the room wrong. Annoying. Oh, you just I I understand. He was doing that on purpose. Oh yeah. I think he I think he was like trying to in a way be like, I obviously don't belong here. And so like I'll kind of make a joke of like my straightness, but it just didn't 
it like didn't go over the top enough to no, work and yeah. then wasn't like legitimately excited or whatever. Yeah, to it just work seemed disrespectful. Way. It was just ended up, yeah, seeming rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. He but could disrespect me any day of the week. I don't oh, care for yeah. him. Oh. I'm I'm rewatching Community with my boyfriend right now, and I'm You're like, not into him. He's fu- he's good. He's funny, but there's something about him. He's too built. Like he's mm-hmm. too like overworked. Like he's unnaturally yeah a little mm. too built, and mm. it, it that just scares me a little. I'm like, what's mm. going on there? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. For a comedian, like why all that? Yeah. It's like when um Dave Chappelle got super huge. I was like, Ew. oh, he did. Yeah, oh, I didn't know he that. got su- went from before like Chappelle show, and then yeah. he left and came back, and he was like yoked, and I was like why what is this there must yeah. be something else going on yeah because like most comedians like you don't see you don't care about that you yeah. don't yeah so there must be something else that's like leading you to like overworking your body yeah i don't know it's just it's weird for me <laughs> chris grace and i almost watched the Chappelle special when we were in london uh-huh. oh you haven't watched it yet no you watched it yeah i watch all of it I did watch, you like it i didn't um, see it either i hated the first half Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the 31 minute mark, it started getting really good. Oh, ah. really? The first half is angry old man yeah. bitching about <laughs> trans this, gay people that, um, uh, everyone's like a fucking snowflake pussy. And then the second half is really great takes on what's going on with himself and his family and the world. So it was like, Weird. it was almost like he did it. It seemed like he's doing it on purpose. Like uh-huh. he's trolling to get everyone fired up and writing about him. And then in the back end, really delivering like solid comedy. Uh-huh. So it was very odd. I I recommend watching it if you're a fan of stand up because it's all it's all out there. Like there's I, I don't I don't really believe in this like vice coming out and saying like don't bother watching it, blah, blah. Like it's bad and it's, you know, like harmful. It's like, let us oh. make the decision. Yeah. Right? Like, I, we're smart yeah. enough to fucking watch something and not like it. Like it's fine. And like, it's important not to just like write things or people off. Yeah. Right? Like it's important for our, like, Have even, a dialogue. If, even if it is horrible or we hate it or offends us the whole time or whatever. Right. It's like, you need to experience that just like with what's going on in politics right now. It's like, we can't just like live on two different sides yeah. of this of this earth and be like, well, I'm going to just black out the whole rest of what yeah. exists there. Like you're not my team. So yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I guess I will watch it. That's a, a you good should. idea. And, and you like, should watch Bill Burr's too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like the same thing, right? That I've heard that it's like it's, first 10, whatever minutes is a bunch of, yeah, yeah. a bunch of snowflake it's business and like then they the to click over it. to like humanity. Yeah, and they're going, "Oh, here's my vulnerability." And you're like, "Oh, where have you been? I've been looking for you." Yeah. You know? And I want to hear your opinion though, even if I disagree with it. I would prefer that, I guess, rather than Ch- Chappelle going out there and being like, "Here's a bunch of like we're saying like a bunch of safe jokes." Yeah. Or, or doing the opposite, which I I find really annoying, especially with straight comics being like, uh, <laughs> I mean, aren't we the worst straight guys? Like, it's going bad for us right now because we're we are bad, right? Sometimes I'm like, I feel like you're leaving uh, stage and talking with your straight buddies and being like, rape joke this. Well, I mean, the you know I mean? king it's like, it feels like they're lying to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, the king of that was Louis C.K. Yeah, he had all the time and talked about how like women should be afraid of men because of all the things that they've done to them right. historically. Like, yes. Yeah, tons of material on yeah. that that really made you think like wow what a interesting progressive guy right and then alas 
he was just talking about himself. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I If it's just a bunch of like uh, some of the like snowflake stuff is just kind of, I don't know. I'm just like, it's boring. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to be interesting about it, that's great. Or if you really, truly feel this way and have this opinion and can express that in a unique way, then that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, haven't we heard this before? For sure. So move along to yeah. your next part of your act that's unique. And right. Good. I will even and say I love it. that. Sorry to interrupt, but like, I love that Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr has become like their like snowflakey old straight guy thing is codified on Netflix so that (sighs) other straight men look at it and go, well, I got to reinvent or I got to evolve. Yeah. Or the good ones, at least. You know what I mean? Like, so the next ones that come out, if you step on the same things again, then people will be like, like you said, like, yeah, we've heard this. Even if I agree. Right. You're all saying the same thing. Yeah. It's not, interesting right right anyway what were you gonna say i was gonna say even on the other side of the coin it's like my i won't name the person but my favorite comedian right now like the person that i would pay a hundred dollars to go see right now shane (laughs) gillis well i mean that's like your favorite all time you know like that's so historically tim's favorite yeah i just love he's like i can't put a price i love i love how like unique his racism is my favorite band's the beatles obviously so what's my second favorite band (laughs) you know what i mean so anyway so what's your second my second i was gonna say i watched this person's special recently and it was like you know Mm. i shouldn't be uh, donald trump sucks i shouldn't feel like i'm smarter than the president and the whole audience like erupting with laughter and cheers and i'm like what are you saying this uh, we all we all think that already and know that and yeah so like you're not actually saying anything yeah you know and so then that just gives fuel i think to the other side to be like what the fuck like in the same way that we watch the Chappelle and burr stuff being like yeah, while well, you're making fun of snowflakes, like this is boring. Yeah. To me, that even that side of it is like, well, this is boring. Oh, too. I agree. Say something new. A million like SNL, I wish they would stop doing political comedy completely. Just stop doing it. Mm. Because what you do with such watered down crap, and like in our life, there is no room for that. Like, this is not we are living in a world of madness when yeah. it comes to the government. So if you're not going to heighten that, then there's no point in talking about it at all. So yeah. this both sides business, I'm like, I would, in SNL's case, I'm like, I'd rather you say something that offends me horribly yeah. than this just nothing hair jokes yeah. garbage that makes you feel like you're so progressive right. when you're still the people who hire people like Shane Gillis and yeah. had Donald Trump on your show. Yes. <laughs> and never apologize that for it. I wish they would just stop rough. forever. Well, Let's it's get because into that. yeah, SNL's still run by the same person that started it. So this yeah. and he who is a Republican, who is, is racial uh-huh, total and, Republican? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And who's yeah. not racially sensitive and he uh, you know, whatever. He has you know, until Bo and Yang has never yeah. had an East Asian person on the cast. Or a feature player, nothing. Yeah. Or um, they've had like three Asian hosts, I think, in the right. whole, in the whole forty-five years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever, and openly gay, like John Milheiser, but like he oh, never right. got to play anyone gay. Like it was just and like there was a guy in the eighties who was closeted. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah, I it was oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. And Kate McKinnon. So there's Kate about, about three or four. <laughs> right in, yeah. the yeah. in the history of you know. So like. 
Clearly, this isn't for us, the three no. of us. It's for the median, the flyovers. It is for and the rest of the country. Yeah. yeah. If you want to have your like, we don't want to be political, then that to me is also fine. Like, if you don't want to be a political show, you want to be just a comedy show that's for fun sketches, then that's totally cool. Then quit yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because this, yeah, we're going to appeal to the median. Well, there's like no median yeah. when it comes to this. Or if there is, there's also 400 political comedy shows right. they can watch and hear the same it. little hands jokes right. for the 400th time to make us feel like we're changing something when really we're continuing to live in a nightmare. So yeah. I've really made this podcast a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know at slumber parties how they talk about statistics of acting <laughs> and just living in a nightmare. <laughs> well, let's get to Sweet it. What were God. your slumber parties like? Oh, <laughs> oh, equally as fun. Yeah. No. Did you get into slumber parties or sleepovers? Um, I would do, uh, when I was little, so like pre-teenaged, I guess, I, I would sleep at other people's houses. Um, but most of the time, honestly, I would get tired of the person before the night was through. Like I ended up just getting <laughs> sick of them. I love that. And I had one slumber party, I think, when I turned eight. Uh-huh. And yeah, and by the end of it, I was like, you guys gotta go. Huh? We I am over this. And I never had another slumber party. I was like, we are not doing that again. That's so they were funny. just like playing with your stuff and like um, being not annoying. playing with my stuff next necessarily. I think it was like just being loud and just too much. Yeah. I also, I mean, I was the worst um, because, and I say that in a true non-stand-up male way, there were a couple <laughs> slumber parties where I was like, guys, we've got to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's are so you like late. Ty- are you very like type A and organized? <laughs> I'm kind of weird in that there's a lot of really type A stuff. Mm. I'm very type A and then a lot of stuff where I'm not. So like my house is very messy. Mm. I don't care about a lot of stuff, but then in other ways I'll be very type a um yeah. and and first i was always, as a kid i was always very scared of not getting enough sleep <laughs> i would take a long time to get to sleep said no other child ever I was. every yeah. child that is always like i don't want to go to sleep about you <laughs> i was like oh i need more sleep you know make sure i get enough sleep wow. so i would get work and so sometimes like at home if i if it because t- it would take me a while to get to sleep always and then after a certain time i would just get scared like I wouldn't get to sleep. Um, so yeah, there were a couple times I I know I always thought it, but out loud I at least once was like, guys, it is after midnight. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Lights out, everyone. Guys. Come on. Obey the rules yeah. of your body. We're waking up at six. Yeah. That is so, so funny. Yeah, I was not fun. As I got older, as I was a teenager, then I would I would spend the night at people's houses, and that was yeah. then I was also it was more fun for me. Sometimes you'd get crazy and only get seven hours. <laughs> oh my god, I know the world so, so wired. <laughs> but yeah, they're all pretty tame. Um, we had one. There was one time because I'd stay. I had one friend, and then sometimes her brother then would like sleep over too and then one time my mom was like what christian spent the night too and i and christian was the gayest little boy of all time uh-huh. and he and came out yeah, he came name. out when he was in middle school wow. which um we had a number of kids come out in high school by the time i was in high school so that wait where in washington were you i was in near tacoma it's like an hour oh, okay. south of seattle gotcha so i don't know what it was really like I'm sure it was very hard. Um, and but in my high school, like kids got made fun of 
like one guy in particular, like everybody would talk about, oh, he's gay, blah, 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 blah gay jokes. And then as soon as he came out, everybody just seemed to be like, oh, well, like, well, yeah, you are. He's good. Well, not to say about it. <laughs> and I don't know. They, I'm sure he got treated poorly in other ways yeah. that I didn't see. Uh, but coming out middle school was, that's like Shopping. very surprising. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah, my mom just then saw him one time and was like, oh, that's fine. He's allowed. He can be at any slumber <laughs> party. <laughs> Come help me cook, honey. There is no problem yeah. here. <laughs> no problem. No so, threat. Yeah, very, uh, yeah, I didn't have like, exclusive mini fridges like some of your past guests oh yeah fridges of just <laughs> snacks i'll we never get over that guests, <laughs> yeah. for sure my my just snacks fridge but anyway <laughs> uh so yeah they were just pretty tame watched movies did not drink very very boring wow <laughs> but yeah if there's one movie that you could pop on with us a movie that maybe you used to watch growing up what would oh, it be used to watch so the one the big one that i did make you watch that i make people watch nowadays is yes the apple which is a uh horrible movie um it's made 1980 and it's set in the future of 1994 and it's a musical <laughs> about this like music company that takes over all of society and it's so good it's wow. yeah it's called the apple i think the songs are good enough they're not good songs the lyrics are some of them so bad but it's like entertaining enough that you can get through it and it's very fun the ending's crazy so that's my modern one an old jeez I mean, the old one would probably be like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which I wouldn't want to make adults watch. It's more I just want to watch it again because yeah. I love that movie very much. Is it a um, nostalgia thing or do you like... I, uh, I've i thought about it because if I'm honest, it's probably like my second favorite movie of all time, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, if I'm being honest of movies I want to see consistently. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's partially... I just honestly love it. I think as just like... Um, it's like a fairy tale that seems like it could happen. Mm. It involves chocolates. Yeah. That's great. Mystery, mm. um, songs. And for, I don't know, there's just something about that kind of like, it's kind of like my low rent dreams realize. <laughs> so it's not like Harry Potter. I'm, oh, maybe I'm a wizard secretly or like, or right. maybe a prince will come. I'm like, maybe I'll win a random drawing to see a factory. I'm like, <laughs> That could That's happen that to me. Outside of Tacoma dreams, right yeah. there. <laughs> it's like, that could happen. We don't know. Uh, um, that's great. Oh, that's very sweet. So yeah, I don't know. I that's the that. first thing that comes to mind. I would it's not. It's the craziest movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Willy Wonka. Yeah. No, the the apple. Oh, the apple. Oh, yeah, the apple. Love the apple. Willy also, I would kind make of prescient watch. about f- Apple Music. Ooh. You know, oh. taking over. I know, oh my God. And it's, iTunes being it's a thing. Becoming hey. real. Yes. <laughs> I never put that together. Wow. Well, there you go. Thank You're welcome. You. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wrap up soon, but before I we know. do, should we do our final segment? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Let's have fun. <laughs> In this segment, we're going to play a slumber party game with oh, you. Oh, sure. And I have a special Mary Fuck Kill just oh, for my. you, Amber. This is Mary Fuck Kill Murder Musicals edition. <gasps> oh wow. wow, Murder Musicals! That's so smart. Mary Fuck I Kill. I feel very loved right now. <laughs> you would would pick that. Yeah, okay. I feel like I know you very well. I Thank feel. Um, you. Th- I don't know. I don't know if these choices are gonna. If you're gonna be as That's impressed, okay. we'll see. These are the three that came to mind: Sweeney Todd, obviously, right. Little Shop of Horrors, okay. and Rocky Horror. Okay. Oh. So I'm gonna kill Rocky Horror. I knew that is ah. Oh, <laughs> that's my least favorite of the. I. I like the music. I don't, I just don't love Rocky Horror. I just don't love it. Yeah. That's okay. 
Okay. And then Little Shop of Horrors and Sweeney Todd. Okay. So I, oh gosh, that's really hard Mm -hmm. because I want them both in my life at all times (laughs) as a husband would be. Yes. Um, Okay, I guess I'll have to marry Little Shop of Horrors mm. and then fuck Sweeney Todd. That seems like a more wild adventure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, although Sweeney Todd is, I like more as a show in general. But yeah, I'd have to say, but and you I'm just thinking wake of the show. Shop but I want to wake up to Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. thinking of characters specifically here. Just if the show were personified into a human, right. And that's what I mean. yeah, that's what I'd have to go. Good with. choice. Very I think I would probably choice. do the same thing. You do the same. Yeah, I would fuck Little Shop because to me that one is just like if we're talking fun. Mm-hmm. If we're talking like I'm getting in the car with my friends, I'm either putting on Rent or I'm putting on Little Shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that music is so fun. Yeah. And then I think I would marry Rocky Horror. Oh, wow. Okay. And kill Sweeney. I would kill. I think Sweeney Todd is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. You but gotta kill one of them. What do you know? It's that thing where it's like it's not about what the best one is. It's about mm-hmm. the yeah. thing that brings you joy. Sure. Exactly. And I, I love Sweeney Todd, but Rocky Horror. Yep. I mean, I watched that as a kid, and it, it was for talk about a sexual awakening. First right. of all, right. Sure. And it's just so campy and stuff. That is my aesthetic. Of like you love what camp. I love. I love camp. Yeah. I yeah. love even if I'm watching the darkest thing in the world. Like I wish Sweeney Todd had more of a little priest and a. Uh, Mm-hmm. What's the song she sings? It's like, wait, what's your rush? What's your hurry? Yeah. Worst pies, pies in London. I wish more of the show were like that. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of thing. I want it to be, which is what I loved to bring it full circle. What I loved about Drag Race UK. Yeah. Like it just yeah. found the silliness the whole time. Whereas season 11 of Drag Race US was like, God, this is getting like. No silliness. No silliness. Bitter, yeah. bitter fights. Yeah. Bitter fights over nothing. Over where nothing. even the people fighting don't care. And then Brangy. <laughs> that was yeah. some of the that was some of the most annoying moments of the whole series uh, from start to finish. Yeah. The producing of their pretending relationship. that Brooklyn w- did bad in that challenge so that oh, they could lip sync against each other. Oh my was god! So frustrating. I hated that. Also, that whole really. I wish that relationship could have just been a cute thing. Every yeah. once in a while, people talked about. You know what I mean? Just yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, did she kiss her?" Like, because uh, like we all knew. Brooklyn was not going to stay with Vanjie no. after the show. I think Vanjie knew that. I think yeah. everybody knew that this was not a real yeah, thing. So to build like, it up like there's any kind of tension right. there is madness. Yeah, like, it's just um, thinking we're that stupid. And yeah. we're not. We're, we've <laughs> yeah. seen 11, 11 seasons of this. No, including All-Stars, 15 seasons a and a lot, Christmas special. A you know lot. what I mean? Like we're, so way, yeah. we're way yeah, we're way ahead, ahead of you. Yeah. So like, yeah, stop. Dear. I knew they were gonna have them lip sync together on the of fourth course. episode right, of that season. Right. So then to to, to force it, it to happen like that at yeah. the end was like, yikes, yikes, yikes. All right, but you know what? Um, I'm very excited for UK, and I'm it's excited really that great. it's yeah. here. It's really yeah. revived my. Um, and I'm excited for season twelve because you I are have a feeling there's some like really fierce New York. Have they announced that I used to love. it? They have not. There's some like Reddit rumors. There's some rumors floating around, and you know when the queens like all of a sudden go on vacation for two months. Yeah, Yeah. you have a pretty good idea of who's on. And Uh I will say, of the New York queens I used to watch when I lived there, I'm very excited. Okay, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Where can people find your work? Oh, sure. You can follow me on Instagram at Amber N. Petty uh, Mm. and like Nicole, or yeah, listen to my new podcast with Ashley, Aiming for Average 
where we, um, we're both people that like to think of a bunch of things we want to do and then don't do any of them and feel bad about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so each Relatable. week we like pick a thing for each other to yeah. actually just do and then talk about it. And thus oh. far, um, it's been, you know, good and bad. What are some, like, give me like an example of a thing you've, tr- you've had to try. We've just started. So the two things so far are, uh, and, and like we make our own lists mm. of stuff and then we pick for each other. So okay. I had to, uh, another thing I've talked to Tim many times about, but I wanted to write an article, uh, to pitch for New York magazine. They do a column called, I think about this a lot where it's like a little pop culture thing you've just obsessed over. Uh-huh. So mine was the picture of Clay Aiken as Joseph oh and Joseph God. in the Mason Technicolor dream coat, which I've showed Tim so you many brought times. that into my life and I will, <laughs> I will be grateful for the rest of my life. So I had to write that article and then I pitched it. We'll see what happens. And then this week I got to just do Halloween crafts. For oh, Ashley, wow. she had to make an Instagram video. So they're like little and big things. It's oh, like, I love that. Write a book or like clean, figure out how to clean your room more often. Yeah. Uh, kind of like that. So yeah, that's aiming for average and it's on all the regular podcast places. Awesome. And make sure you look out for her on the Sirius XM Margarita Bill oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, where can you be found? At tmurray06 on all platforms. That's right. I'm at Peter KZ. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. bye. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.